Welcome back to Voice Hugs, a podcast on becoming your best self and embracing all seasons of life with open arms. This is your host, Ro and Viv. Hello. Hello, hello. Oh my goodness. It's been a while on the podcast and also catching up with each other. In real life. Yes. So this episode is going to be dedicated to catching up, unfiltered, unplanned, unscripted. How are you feeling, Viv? As you're like describing all those <laughs> words, I'm like, uh, uh. anxiety, anxiety, anxiety. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's been um, two weeks, I think, since mm-hmm. we caught up on the podcast in real life and yeah. also even published an episode. We kind of delayed that last one for a yes. little bit. What happened in between? Catch us up on where you've been, where you are mentally, where you are physically. I mean, we start off every episode with the time. So (laughs) right now, it's 3.20 in New York and it's 12.20 in LA. It has been extremely hot in Mm. LA. I'm sure all the people that you're following who are in LA, we're experiencing like a heat wave. It's so, so hot, over 100 degrees and so, yeah, I realized, you know how some people get hangry? You're hungry and then you're angry because you're hungry. I get like heat angry. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so last week we went to Universal Studios. I would never volunteer to go to Universal Studios like in 100 degree weather. But we had family <laughs> visiting from out of town and they really wanted to go. So we were like, yeah, sure. We'll take you to Universal Studios. Mm-hmm. There's one ride where you're sitting on a bus that is outside. And part of the ride, it's a tour. So your your car stops under the sun multiple <laughs> times and it's a one hour tour is this I, the tour around the back lot of universal yeah with like the shark and then the flooding and guys it's really yes. cool yes <laughs> it, it's actually a really cool ride but the weather <laughs> but the weather it was so hot there was no breeze and like in the middle of the ride i felt myself getting so angry like the kind of angry where you want to like where you want to take it out on the people around you. And it's like not (laughs) my boyfriend's sitting next to me. It's like not his fault, but I'm so angry. After the ride, I was like, I need five minutes. Like no one talked to me. I just need to go to the restroom, splash some water on my face. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that was something I learned about myself. I get heat angry, angry in the heat. Mm. Now let's talk about the juicy stuff. (laughs) This is banter. We... For the record, the two of us never banter like this. When we talk, we just like Rowena and I never talk no about the banter. weather. <laughs> no, it just goes straight into what's been going on. How's the boyfriend? What is he doing? Why are you mad? <laughs> what is James doing? <laughs> what is he not doing? <laughs> well, what has been up with you? We can start with the juicy stuff with Rowena. <laughs> I feel like so much has happened, but it's nothing. It's not like life events so work-wise there's growing pains of trying to hire and then also trying to manage that people I think it's just interesting you know that relationship Mm -hmm. working with yourself is very different from working with other people and then also like the dynamic of like I'm hiring people and just like it takes getting used to but it also makes me appreciate where I am now where I can let go of control. I think for someone who is so like, I just need to touch everything. I need to see everything. I need to edit everything myself. I need to like 
do everything myself, like literally do everything myself to be able to transition into, hey, like maybe I can get help. Hey, maybe I can, you know, maybe other people can do it better than me. I think getting to that place is great. That's like the work part. And then there's like the personal growth development part where I realize I've been stagnant for a while. You know, it's like everything that was once new to you becomes something that's comfortable. So even though YouTube in the beginning is like very uncomfortable, it became comfortable. The content that used to be new to me now is like what I fall to because I'm like, oh, it gets the views. Or like, oh, it does relatively well. So like, let me just do productivity content. So I think I'm in a place in my life where I want to be bolder. I want to be more courageous. I want to start scaling mountains again. And it's because mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's like you climb, 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 and then you reach a plateau. And you can, this is like where it gets comfortable again. And then you can either stay here for the rest of your life, which I don't think we should, because that's, I don't know, it's just, it's just living in your comfort zone, right? Whether you want to do it or not, it's actually up to you. It doesn't matter. But for me, I'm like, okay, I've, I've been here for a while. I'm like, I want to go explore again. Mm-hmm. Reflecting on all of this, talking to friends, and even just, I forgot what happened. Oh, okay. I know what happened. It has to do with this mic, these new mics that we have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do we sound different, you guys? Do we sound different, guys? Can we do ASMR? (laughs) So we got new mics because Mindset, an app that was created by Eric Nam and his brothers, they sent me this mic to record daily mindsets for the app. So that is really cool. This is amazing. Mm -hmm. This mic is amazing. And then along with the recording, they have a producer who's also a vocal coach herself. So... Just like in one of our recording sessions, you should just like, you know, your voice has like color. Think of a sentence as like a wave. It's not like chop, chop, chop. It's like words flow into each other. Some words you're going to be like super happy and then it's like you like smile. And then, you know, some words you like elongate the vowels to like really emphasize the difference. Mm-hmm. Um Maybe a better example is like happy and sad. Like you're not going to be like sad, you know? (laughs) So it's like really emphasizing the difference. So anyway, during one of our recording sessions, she was just like, you know, it's easy to go over the top and then reel it back in. It's hard to start like safe and then try to go bigger. So I think that's like the analogy of my life where Mm. I've been playing it safe for a long time. I don't. I still don't know why I was actually talking to James about this recently over dinner that like, oh, hey, I realized this thing about myself. I think it comes from a place where growing up, I've always been very observant. And my brother's just like, he's super smart. But you know how like really smart people sometimes don't have that like self-awareness that like you tutting in the middle of like the restaurant is not cool. Right. So I'll see him do something like that and I'll be like, you're so not cool. I'm so not going to do that. Mm -hmm. So I think it might be this pursuit of Rowena trying to be cool and like cool people don't care. Like cool people are effortless (laughs) that I'm like playing it safe because I don't want to be too this. I don't want to be too that. I don't want to be too out there. I don't want to be too loud because that's not cool. Mm -hmm. So 
within this recording session and just like reflecting on where I've been in my life and my career, I was just like, oh, whoa, maybe there is this thing here that I'm just too safe or I'm too constrained that I'm not letting my full potential come out. Like you're controlling yourself a little bit more and being like, I don't know, like maybe would you say that 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 you feel like you're controlling yourself or like restraining yourself in general? There's many like there's so many layers because there's layers of control. There's layers of like perfectionism that I talked about for work. I think that all has to do with like control. But then like the other side of that, as we've talked about on this podcast, is like it's fears of like so many things right of like you don't want to be misunderstood you just want to be loved you don't want people to perceive you differently or like you care so much about how others view you that like you try to craft this persona that like meets the standard or like whatever this vision that you created for yourself Mm -hmm. so I think it's a combination of a lot of things and to be fair I mean I don't know what is even normal I was gonna say my natural resting state I feel like I'm pretty calm like my voice doesn't like go up and down insane. Maybe it, maybe when I'm really excited, you you can tell me. Um, does it? No, I think you're like the way you speak is pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. There will be some times where you start speaking fast, but I think mm. that doesn't. It's not really like yeah, yeah. So, I mean, maybe that's learned behavior and this is wh- who I think I am. And this is why I'm like, well, maybe I'm just more like calm to begin with. But maybe it's because I've trained myself for 30 years. Uh, okay. okay. So I don't know. The question yeah. right now is I don't know. Yeah. But there's this, I see this thing and I want to do something about it. So I think yeah. like the solution to everything that, you know, I was just sharing is just being more bold, being more courageous, being more confident in pursuing like trying new things trying new content trying new hobbies anything it's interesting to hear you say that that like you feel like you've been playing it safe because I think for a lot of people putting yourself on YouTube as a job is like not playing it safe and is being (laughs) super bold and Uh talking about your like personal life and sharing parts of yourself in that way is really really scary like it's not safe to me at all it feels very unstable like I don't know how you do it and I think hearing you talk about it so calmly and so like oh this is like my comfort zone it's so easy I'm on a mountain and I'm like I'm plateauing right now I'm like damn I'm on a mountain but I'm like lost in a forest like I'm like I don't know where's up and down and yeah so it's um it's like interesting to hear someone like you share that. It also reminds me of when kids act really silly. They have no what's the word? They have they don't no care. Filters. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. They have no filter. They will dance or sing or just act however Run they want to in yell. the moment. Yeah. They'll cry if they're sad. They'll yell. Yeah, exactly. So I I personally feel that way with me. And it's so interesting that you shared that because um, I'm feeling the same way. Less about career maybe or just trying new things in that way. But I think for me, it's like really, really letting loose and being silly. And what I started noticing was this last weekend, I went to 
two weddings. These were family weddings, so a lot of extended family members. And I forget that I I grew up with all of these cousins. And when I was reunited with them, it kind of felt like we picked up where we last left off, which was like like as children. And I was being extremely silly, extremely playful. And we were talking about something and they're like, Viv, like you need to act cool. And in my mind, I'm like, wow, usually I'm so quiet. Usually I'm very reserved. I'm put together. And my cousins are telling me like, I need to chill and like act cool. (laughs) And so it just made me think about There are definitely so many pockets in my life where I'm showing up not as playful, not as silly, more restrained, like you mentioned, Um, not intentionally, like I'm not doing it on purpose. And how can I bring out this playful, silly side more often than, and not caring what people think, than not, yeah. Aww. Mm -hmm. What what are some examples of silly Viv? I'd love to see here experience I mean I do sometimes but (laughs) sometimes it's still kind of rare like I I never dance Mm. and this is when I know that I'm getting closer to my boyfriend because I will like silly ugly like dance on purpose in a way where it's not even to the rhythm of the music and I don't know if I do it you know how like you purposely do it really bad so that you don't yeah. feel as bad for trying yeah. to be cool and it's like not cool at all I don't know if it's <laughs> one of those things but the fact that I'm even willing to do that is like an example of being silly Aww. but yeah around someone mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah oh my goodness uh I feel like what you said about children oh so I was in LA for like a hot second to spend time with family and I spent half a day with James's co-founder's baby. Mm-hmm. It's the cutest Brazilian baby. Blonde hair, this like grayish blue eyes, like huge eyes, longest eyelashes, like the cutest little face and just spent like half a day just hanging out with him. Like mm-hmm. I didn't even bring work to go home. And then the day after, I spent half a day with my oldest cousin's daughter, like first daughter of our like cousin's generation. She's like about to turn two. And then James's CTO's baby is like maybe a year and a half. They're getting to that fun age where they can run around. They can like say a few words, like not too many words yet, but just like seeing them play and how there's this very interesting thing about younger kids is that they'll do the same thing over and over and over again. Mm. They'll be like, can you draw mom? Can you draw dad? Can you draw me? Can you draw Ro? Can you draw James? And then they'll do it and then erase, do it again, right? Mm -hmm. And then they'll like switch between a few tasks and just like keep doing the same things. And then that's like James's CTO's baby. And then my cousin, who's like maybe like half a year older, she would still be doing the same things, but instead of two things, it's like five things. They just love repeating these things. Maybe they're learning from it. Maybe they're whatever, but just like spending time with kids, spending time with children, you're just like, they don't care. Mm-hmm. They're so pure. They're so innocent. They're like discovering everything for the first time. And when they smile at you and when they're just like, mm, it's like the cutest thing. And I'm like, nothing else in this world matters. And I come back to New York and I'm like, there's work? What is work? I just want to play with babies. (laughs) Dude, I feel the exact same way. I 
I don't know if it's because I'm 30. I don't know if I have no idea, but I have like really, really bad baby fever. After I went to Seattle and met a bunch of my boyfriend's friends who had babies, I was like, oh my God, I cannot, I cannot wait to have my own. And I know actually a lot of people I've heard from friends that a lot of people in our generation too, it's more of a question mark in their life. But for me, I, I don't know. I am like so excited to be a mom. And when you were talking about like repeating things over and over again, I remember as kids, you know how you have like that one movie you like and you would watch that movie 20 times. What was that movie for you? Um, for, for some reason, Shrek is coming up. We watched (laughs) Shrek over and over again. And the thing is like, I don't even think I was a kid when Shrek came out. cousins watched it all and, and barney a lot of barney mm. i don't know i think being around kids is definitely can be a huge source of inspiration for my life right now mm. yeah just what were you gonna say them. about repeating things again and again as kids oh no just that like you do exactly what you want to do so if oh, you yeah. watched a movie and you liked it i want to watch it again, again right after mm. it ends yeah. and we don't do that anymore well first off we don't have the time (laughs) imagine but at the same time like you know like for us and I think earlier you mentioned too that figuring out like what you want to do as hobbies as kids you're not thinking like hmm what do I want to try today I think I want (laughs) to like learn how to throw a ball you're like no you just you see a ball and you You throw it it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. and if you don't like it you don't do it you like pick something else up and I think Mm -hmm. like what happens as adults to make us stop doing that is it like the responsibilities that start piling up once you start school mm-hmm. is it societal pressures the grooming from society you're like oh this <laughs> hobby is lame this hobby is cool oh no <laughs> but actually like i think that's why okay so the thing that i want to try i'm just gonna say it and speak it to existence the more i talk to people about it the more it's out there before I say what it is, let me just share. Okay, so in middle school, I did sports. I don't think I did student body, but I think I did drama productions. I forgot what else I did. Middle school so long ago. And then when you go to high school, you can still choose, right? So I still did a little bit of like the drama productions part where it's more speech and debate. There's actually like a real drama club, but then I was like, whatever, the cool kids are doing sports. So let me play volleyball. And so (laughs) I did volleyball. I did student body and I did the speech and debate thing. But then all of them, I just kind of, I would just, I would drop them. I dropped them all by senior year because I don't know, I was probably depressed and like trying to figure Mm -hmm. out my life (laughs) as like an 18 year old. Mm -hmm. But it's exactly what you said. I chose to do something or to not do something because it was cool or it wasn't cool. And the thing I want to revisit now that I feel a calling deep within the depths of my soul Mm -hmm. is to like try acting again. Ooh, okay. This is not a surprise to me. (laughs) Yeah, I think I've I've talked about it with you before too. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's just like, you know, especially like growing up in LA, he's like, I don't want to be one of those girls. Like everyone wants to be in, but like, it's fine. You know, like if I want to do it, then I'll do it. It's like, just like, I'm a kid, right? I'm a two-year-old. I don't have filters. I'm not, you know, the societal pressures and parental and all these peer pressures aren't like on my shoulders. If I want to try, I just try. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. You should try it. (laughs) 
Period. I, I want to see you try it because I, I like I think maybe because I'm already used to seeing you on screen, I mm-hmm. can very easily imagine you on screen. And I know like obviously you're quote acting on YouTube for those like little skits you do. It's not yeah. the type of acting that you're looking no. to pursue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, but I. I can definitely see that being very like likely for you. Like I it would it's not a crazy thought in my mind at all. And I'm not being a friend. Like I'd be like, uh oh, Ro, I don't know about this hobby. <laughs> Maybe you should pick something else. Yeah, no, I can definitely see that. So how would you start? See, that's the thing, I have no idea. And I think this is why it's exciting. And I think the benefit of being a two year old when you're thirty is that you have friends who mm. have done this before or who are more experienced. So you can ask your friends who are hopefully also two-year-olds at heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but I think I'm just, I'm going to start talking to friends who are much further in their career, just like see, I don't know, how they get to where they are today, any tips that they have, what they wish they learned or knew when they started out. Because for as exciting as it is, I think because we also did grow up in LA, you know, our friends are in the entertainment industry, maybe not on like the talent side, but on like the, you know, like business marketing side, mm-hmm. you would hear stories that, you know, are like kind of crazy, kind of scary. And, you know, as you guys know, Viv, as you know, as everyone listening know, I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to be a good person and do the right thing and live with my values and principles and like have integrity and I'm sure there's people like that in Hollywood but it might just take a bit of time to find the right people to maybe meet and or you know get coaching from oh I think that's another huge thing that's like a massive thing that I learned from just even like the kind of like drive-by vocal coaching that I would get when I would Um, record for mindset is coaches like the idea of coaches to me I've always been like I don't need them Mm -hmm. like I think I'm okay you know I can I'll get through it on my own which I have for like 30 years and I think that's great that I can do it on my own but I think at the same time as I've said like if you have friends who are who have been doing this for so long like why would you try to figure out yourself if they can help you right or if a coach's job is to help train your voice or if their job is to help like a therapist, right? Like if there's pe- these people who can help you professionally because this is their job and they've been doing this for so many years, why not get coaching? And so I think that like is a huge thing, a very humbling thing too. Um, I was definitely very like, I don't need coaching. I can do this on my own, especially like college time. And I think I like kind of carried that with me for a while. I was like, I don't need a therapist. I can just figure it out on my own, which like I kind of did, right? But I think there's still more that could come out of everything if you yeah. get, I don't know, just, if you just talk to other people about it. I didn't even know there was like a vocal coach. What did you call it? Is it vocal yeah, coach? Yeah, there's, there's vocal, vocal coaches who can, I think there's very diff, there's different um, categories. Like some is like singing. Right. Like if you think about the Ariana Grande's, like they all have vocal coaching. Eric and then Vitro. there's also Yeah. 
there's this other guy named something love and then there's like the other side it's like speaking but it's all about your voice because it's you can inspire people with your voice alone and you can evoke feelings with the way that you're talking Mm -hmm. um, if you're able to tap into that and like into the psychology of like voice and sounds because you know like our voice really is just like sounds and frequencies and all of that too that running out of breath (laughs) (laughs) that sounds really cool like i would be i'm interested in what you're learning and i please share with me (laughs) yes i'm like maybe if if i find someone worthy of your time as well we can even (laughs) do it together yeah that's um because i think like something that i've been wanting to try is just like learning how to tell stories better i think there's probably some sort of a format or template to help you come up with like putting a story together and sharing it in a way that's like more impactful or draws the audience in and I just haven't had the time to really research or look into Mm. that Mm -hmm. yeah I have a few book recommendations I can share with you this is more I think it's more script writing but I think it'll also help Mm. with just in general writing Mm -hmm. one of them is something about cats Mm. It has nothing to do with cats, but the there's cat in the title. But yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you. And if you guys are interested, we can leave it in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> so my mind always goes from like zero to 100 really fast, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. when I'm excited. Like I just start dreaming and fantasizing about things. Mm-hmm. And I think like as you're sharing everything today, I'm like imagining myself at a movie theater, like watching Rowena on the big and I'm all excited but yeah so I don't know maybe maybe I'll help manifest it with you yeah let's do it together (laughs) yeah how exciting thank you thank you for your support always how's everything going in Viv's corner of the universe Viv's corner is okay I think I needed the (laughs) I needed the two week break I think I'm kind of in the opposite I'm like I'm on the opposite side of things as you I feel actually very unmotivated and I like notice that on the weekends it's really hard for me to get out of bed I don't jump at the opportunity to edit an episode right away like I used to and it has nothing to do with voice hugs or mm-hmm. anything specific I, I don't think I I've pinpointed what it is that's causing that but just kind of going with the flow and letting myself feel that way Mm. but as a result I've been doing more of these like simple things that I've wanted to try but like never did so I watercolored the other day and it was actually really pretty I mean I I just copied a Pinterest image, yeah. so I did not have to think about what I was going to paint. I just copied it exactly. And I also received seeds from – they're like money plant seeds. Mm. And I planted them for the first time, and they're growing right now. Every day, like as I see them grow, I'm like, oh, this is so exciting. So there's that. Aww. Oh, and I'm also building like Ikea furniture right now and like paint painting it. So – all these random home things that I'm just trying. But to be fair, especially going off of even like the last couple of episodes where you shared that you would never do these things to your, for yourself, mm-hmm. right? So I think like with that context, 
for you to be able to do this and allow yourself to do this and enjoy doing this and like see the results of your labor and like watching a seed sprout, Mm -hmm. putting a furniture together, painting it and like putting your place together even more. I mean, your place already looks great, right? Like all the furniture, like I love how like Danish, what is that? Uh, Huga. Scandinavian. Yeah. Like it's very (laughs) Huga. Um, So yeah, I think even if it may feel like one aspect of your life is like lulling a little or like not mm-hmm. where you'd like quote maybe like want it to be I think you're I think like this is this is voice hugs right <laughs> this is what it's all about it's leading into all the different seasons and embracing them because to be fair like after coming back from LA on Thursday we had the long weekend right and basically I like work from home on Friday had Monday off so I like couldn't get myself to work for the life of me like I just couldn't you know I was like playing with babies I was spending so much time with family like I was just like what is work I don't want to do it Mm -hmm. I think I don't know it's probably just a season and then you know there will come a day where you're like all right like I can't keep doing this I need to be an adult and then you will but until then just like enjoy your seeds enjoy your painting yeah I okay, so I received this plant as a housewarming gift back in November. And it's this cute little pot. It has a twig, like literally a tiny twig that comes out. And when I received it, it had all these beautiful, like intricate green leaves. So it looked like a mini tree in a tiny pot. Mm. And I was told that in the wintertime, the leaves are going to fall off and then it's going to go dormant for a while. But in a month or two, that the leaves would blossom again or come I don't know be born again blossom again (laughs) um so okay fast forward to June which is almost six seven months after I received this plant it's been a twig this entire time Mm -hmm. like no leaves are coming out and in June I went to visit my friends who gave me that plant they have one in their home as well And their plant was so beautiful. Like all the leaves had come out. I was like, oh my gosh, maybe I didn't water it enough or mine is just dead. And it was springtime, almost summertime. I was like, oh no, mine's for sure dead. It's like a twig. Fast forward to two weeks ago, I was going to throw away this plant. I I need to show you. Okay, I I will show you later, but I'll have a picture up on the screen. It's a stick. Like, it literally looks like a twig you find on the ground. Yes. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to throw this away. I'm going to replace it. But before I do that, I'm going to cut the end of the twig to see if anything comes out. So as I cut Mm. it, the plant juice comes out. And I'm like, oh my God, it's bleeding. Like it's alive. So then I water it and I wait another two weeks and I watered it again yesterday. This plant is growing leaves. Like it is alive and well. And I I share this story because like as you're talking about the seasons in our life, I'm like, plants are trying to teach me a lesson right now in my life. (laughs) Plants, just like humans, all have their own timeline of hibernating during the winter. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you blossom in the spring. Sometimes you have to wait until next September before Mm -hmm. you start (laughs) growing leaves. But you're still alive and you still Mm -hmm. just need to like, you know, it's okay. Like everyone has their own timeline. I'm like, I Mm -hmm. feel like this is the analogy for my life right now. Like I'm maybe still in hibernation internally and like mentally and (laughs) 
I just need to drink more water. And yeah. Grow some Nourish yourself. Yeah. Sprout a little more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Aww. So hopefully my plant inspired anyone to, yeah. you know, it's okay if you're still hibernating and it's almost next winter. It's okay. Yes. <laughs> so our title should be Plants, Hibernation, and Babies. Mm, that's a good one. <laughs> Has there been anything else going on in Viv's Corner that she would like to share? Mm. You went to a lot of weddings. I did. Yeah, you're right. I went to two weddings mm-hmm. this last weekend. And it's it's really interesting going to weddings because they're happy moments. In Well, they're supposed to be happy moments. But I'm sure with every wedding, there's always drama. Um, but it made me start thinking a lot about like, what a wedding means to me and what I would want my wedding to be like if I want to have a wedding, especially with the pandemic. So many people just got eloped, I think, at City Mm, Hall. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think a lot of reflections there that haven't fully been processed Mm. yet. But I actually have one more wedding this weekend. I'm like, what is the universe doing? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, to be fair, I I would also like to share to hopefully offer some words of comfort that I think a lot of our friends and I'm sure a lot of our peers too, like weddings are like a happy thing for like as a guest, right? Like it's a happy thing for you to be able to attend, to witness love and, you know, all of this at its like pinnacle, like it's just really a wedding. But it's like whether it's the mother-son dance Mm -hmm. or the father-daughter dance or like the speeches from the parents or just there's just I think like we've all gone through so much that I'm like always on the verge of tears when it's like the father daughter dance and then the Mm -hmm. wedding that I just went to with my friends in Vancouver a friend lost a mom recently so during the mother-son dance this friend of course is like very sad you know Mm -hmm. and yeah it's just it's interesting that's pretty much like how I feel it. There are parts of a wedding that at this moment in my life, I feel more dread towards than excited to be, you know, to have these specific moments in a traditional wedding, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another example that comes to mind is when these holidays come up. So like Father's Day, Mother's Day, things like that. And it, and for people who maybe don't have what is seen on social media as like a traditional dad or like if your dad passed away or your mom passed away, you know, and these holidays come up and it brings up a lot of feelings when it feels like it's supposed to be the celebration. And sometimes it's like a reminder of what you don't have or what you haven't fully grieved yet. Yeah. Sorry, all very vague, but Along the same lines of, yeah. It's okay. We'll, yeah. uh, we we all crack open and sprout when we want to, so <laughs> can wait a few episodes. Yeah. So with the remainder of the month, do you have any plans or things that you're looking forward to? Oh my goodness, I do. Wait, I need to show you. I can't show you guys yet, but I'm going to text it to you after okay. a brand is flying me to LA for like a creator conference and I'm making popsicles with them. 
Like I'm making Ooh. my own popsicles. It's called the Rowena Thai pop. What? And then it's gonna be a potato. I don't know the flavor yet, but it's gonna be like a pastel potato. Um, my, maybe sweet potato, maybe like mm. purple yam or ube or taro. But that is very fun. Wait, that's so cool. And then the other two people who they've told me are doing it. The f- one is the biggest, like the biggest YouTuber. It's Mr. Beast. Oh, Mr. Beast. Yeah. Uh-huh. So like that's the other person doing it. The other uh-huh. person who's doing it is Ryan Trahan who recently did this penny like daily vlog where he is taking a penny to travel across the country to go see Mr. Beast. <laughs> Everything has to do with Mr. Beast. But anyway, it's just like when I told James cuz James like loves watching YouTube, he's like Mr. Beast, Ryan Trahan and Rowena Tai. <laughs> I guess. Wait, that's so awesome. What the yeah. heck? It's like low-key kind of like random, but like so cool. When is it like come out? So th- I think this is just a popsicle at the event. Oh. And then it's just like an event for creators. I don't, I think they're just giving it out for free. Mm-hmm. Actually, I've, I've no idea. They haven't told me anything yet, but yeah, I'm excited to show you guys on social media. Oh. Oh, I hope I could try one. I don't. Oh, I guess it's oh, at the event, right? Yeah, I'll try to see. I'm sure I can, can see. Can you get like a frozen box? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Other than that, I made it a point. I was like, September, Rowena's gonna stay in New York. Mm. This trip is like end of September, so like it doesn't really count. But I'll be here for like three weeks, which doesn't sound long, but it's very long. No, you've been traveling like a lot this year. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, for as much as I didn't really want to record this week because I've been just in a unmotivated, mood. sad kind of mood, I think this was a nice way to remind myself that it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's perfectly fine. You know, sometimes I feel this pressure to reflect a lot before recording because I feel like, oh, if someone's going to spend 40 minutes listening to us talk, I should have some sort of a nugget to share. But I often forget that sometimes what a listener takes away from the episode is not what I intended for them to take away. It's like something you say in passing that mm-hmm is relevant for their life or it triggers something for them and so maybe that's okay for today (laughs) it's totally okay and maybe we should lean into this more yes as hard as it is yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you're doing great viv i love you thank you you're doing great too thank (laughs) you everyone listening we're all doing amazing group hug that was funny i mean if there's any takeaway for this episode i think we're all just going through it there's probably something in the air i feel like we say this every couple episodes but you know it's been an interesting couple years it's definitely been an interesting year it's already september which is wild we're we're inching upon our one year anniversary oh my gosh yeah it's in like three four months yeah so you know just i know we're doing our best we're trying our best and our best looks different at 
any given time, your best is different from mine. My best is different from yours, which is different from you who is listening. So just remember to be kind to yourself and to those around you. Never know what each other's going through. Mm-hmm. And yeah, seriously, like a smile to a stranger can go a long way. A smile to yourself, you can force yourself to be happy. You know, there's that study where if you just like, you bite a pen in your teeth, it like mimics the muscle that is triggered when you smile Mm. and you'll be happier. Mm -hmm. So this is actually what I do sometimes. When I'm just in a mood, I just look in the mirror and I'm like, (laughs) and even if it's like shaking, I'm just like, (laughs) and I'm like, you're fine. You're doing great. I'm like, I am fine. I am doing great. Yeah. These are great reminders. I am going to put a pencil in my mouth after this. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Charlie, let's play catch together. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you, as always, for tuning in to another episode. We appreciate you and we're happy that you're part of our life and our journey. If you have any questions, comments, feedback, if you want to say hello, please DM us at Voice Hugs Podcast or you can shoot us an email, hello at voicehugspodcast.com. Hello, goodbye. And with that, voice hugs. Pew, pew. <laughs> voice hugs, bye.